2: this is Paul Simpson, manager at Carlisle United, and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast.
3: My name is Jamie Devitt. My name is Maddie
2: Robson. My name is Chris Phillips.
4: My name is Paul Armisen.
2: My name is Mark Boyd. Hello. My name is
4: Derek
3: Combs. My name's Toby show Silva. My name's Greg Abbott, and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. Enjoy. Hey, you? 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 you've had a shave of yeah. your head. <laughs> a, bit, a bit all over as well, yeah.
5: A bit all over. Number one on tell you what else has gone as well. Good segue to this. Uh, There's a couple of managers leaving at the end of the season. Obviously, oh, yeah. Xavi is going to be leaving Barcelona, yet, and Klopp's going to be leaving Liverpool. And I always like to, you know, take, take cheeky bets on things, and uh, I'd, I'd like to see who your guys' sort of bet would go with uh, for the replacements for the Barcelona and, uh, and Liverpool jobs. I'll tell you mine because I'll give you a little bit yeah. more time to sort of like have a think. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> a uh, Time for things, but uh mine would be I think. Jose Mourinho for the Barca job? This was a bit oh of history, no, not, yeah. a, it's not a better. chance, not uh, a chance. I, think I honestly <laughs> think it's an outsider. But, like, that's, why, that's why the money's worth throwing on it. And, like, you know, <laughs> Barcelona needs somebody. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll uh, see. And uh, for the Liverpool job, Xavi Alonso, I think, would be a good uh, a good shout for that one.
3: I you know Spirito Santos?
5: Is that what you're saying for the Liverpool job? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's who I think for the Liverpool job. Yeah, not Barcelona, but could see yeah. him kind of making a step up to managing a you know proper big club in this country.
5: Yeah, yeah. And what about the Barcelona job?
3: Um Well, I don't know, but not Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> not
5: Mourinho. Maybe Klopp then?
3: Oh, could be, yeah, yeah. It's you know, maybe Klopp fancies enough because he's not, you know he's not retiring from management. I think managing in no, England no. can take no. it out of you and he's clearly kind of come to the end of, you know, the amount of stress he's prepared to experience. So Yeah, you know, absolutely. And Max, who
5: uh, uh, you going with? Liverpool and then Barcelona.
2: Yeah, Liverpool, I would go with Xavi uh, Alonso. Um, Barcelona, I don't, I don't know. You could, you know, I could see, you know, Pep Guardiola maybe going. Um, before all the charges kick in for City uh, <laughs> yeah. come back to Barcelona yeah um, if he
4: knows
3: yeah <laughs> if he's got like insider knowledge that oh yeah next season Man City are going to start with a 30 point deduction and
2: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh to
3: be yeah. fair 30 point deduction you... they'll probably They'd chill... still survive <laughs> yeah yeah they'll <laughs> probably stay down. up yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Liam who are you going with mate
4: I think Liverpool's pretty much just dead on to be Xavi Alonso or um, or Thomas Frank, I quite like Thomas Frank at Brentford, but you know, probably Javi Alonso in Barcelona. Uh, I think you could be right by saying Pep Guardiola, or maybe Luis Enrique from uh, PSG. I know he used to manage them a while ago. Return for him, maybe.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all good bets, all good bets, lads. Place your bets, place your bets now. Uh, I'll kick things off properly though. Oh, how's it going? And welcome back to the Blue Army podcast. This is, of course, episode one hundred and forty. Four, and I am absolutely buzzing to finally, once again, be joined by the full house that I like to call the Cumbrian branch for us. That's right. I'm talking about Liam, Max and Wills. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining us all once again on the Blue Army podcast. Lads, how are we? OK, yeah, oh,
2: bad. Oh, bad. it's been a busy
5: miserable it's going to be difficult when we dive into the match report but we'll see how we tackle it, you know, we might vent some frustrations we might feel better come the end of the show because we've had an opportunity to do that you never know, you never know, but you know what I do know is that I'm going to try try and kick things off with a laugh like I always try and do around here at this time of the show, and that can mean it's only time for one thing, and one thing only it's time for the Blue Army Podcast Joke of the Week is I think he's trying to. It's it the is. Blue, Army Blue, Army Blue Army Podcast. Podcast. The week. Week. Right, guys, here we go, here we go. Did you hear about the pound coin that was thrown onto the pitch during the barrow game?
3: Did someone pick it up and have to sign a new player with it?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, Will, well, Will. (laughs) The the, the incident is currently under investigation because it's unclear if it was a a targeted abuse or a takeover bid.
3: It's <laughs> the takeover bit or one change.
5: <laughs> uh, well, we're doing all right with these
3: barrow jokes at the
5: moment, like We're gonna try and keep along those themes. Uh, but I'm gonna pass over into the very capable hands of Wills and Liam in the part of the show where we all get to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there in the league? One roundup with Liam and Will's.
3: Hey, so I've um, got a few things for you this week. Um, I don't know if you've looked up anything else, Liam, but um, I've more got reading, Yeah, just reading more reading-based news. Um, yeah, so um, their former chief executive Martin Howe, who is in charge of brokering a deal for the owner Dayong to sell, has. He's spoken out to address rumours that a sale was imminent by saying it's not likely that the club will be sold before mid-March. So if they're going to carry on for pretty much most of the rest of the season under the current ownership, um, whether that's going to lead to further points deductions because they've currently got a suspended one, um, if they're going to struggle to pay players or the tax man on time again in the next couple of months, that's a possibility. Um, Other things that have kind of come out of that sort of Reading story is that he mentioned that Mike Ashley, whose name had come up as an interested party before, has pulled out. He's no longer one of the... I think I've got eight interested parties, uh, but Mike Ashley's not one of them. Okay. Um, Also, they've sold a... You know, one of their hottest young prospects, Nelson Abbey, to Olympiakos, which is a bit of a surprising move, really. Um, he's he's been their captain as well parts of this season, made thirty one appearances for them as a centre back, and he's in the England under twenty one squad, not under twenty one, sorry, under twenty. So, um, yeah, I mean, them selling him to Panathinaikos, uh, sorry, Olympiakos, is, you know presumably has been done to try and get a bit of money so that they can kind of pay these things that they have to pay. So, yeah, continuing trouble for Reading.
5: Is that, um, a, move, look... is that a move that any of you guys would make? Like, the you know, from Reading to Panathinaikos? To Greece? Absolutely. Yeah. Cost, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's and not necessarily it's... a move that Reading would entertain if they weren't in trouble, but I'm yeah. sure for the player involved, it's... Uh, possibly good opportunity especially the direction reading appear to be going yeah yeah um also um another team down at the bottom end of the table charlton i don't know weren't really expecting them to struggle to this, uh, to this extent but after only four after Pudwin left them only with four points of clear relegation michael appleton has been sacked and curtis fleming has taken over as caretaker and begun his reign with, with a draw at blackpool yeah, uh,
4: they, it's a surprising, one points. isn't it? Because they've got one of the league's top goal scorers in May, ex-Cheltenham player. You know, so it, it it's it's weird to see them struggling that much, especially when they've got such a free-scoring attack.
3: Yeah, and that was kind of one of the you know big signings that anyone made um, in this division this summer. So you definitely thought that that was something that was going to propel them into the promotion race, but. I think um, since I don't know who their owners are now. They used to have bad owners, but I think they're on a, you know, a fairly even keel at the moment. But just hasn't worked out for Michael Appleton, who is one of their managers. He's had some very good spells in charge of clubs, and he's also had some poorer spells in charge. Oh. So this will go down as one of his poorer ones. But I'm sure that somebody in the bottom two divisions will look at him. Probably before the end of the season is one of their managers that people like to to bring in as an experienced head if they need a change. And then the only other thing that caught my eye in the news is um, this Port Vale fan who's run on the pitch to confront the referee. <laughs>
4: it's like it's funny, but at the same time, it's actually like quite mental.
2: <laughs> yeah, he'll probably got such a big ban for that as well. It's like, is it worth it really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not as if he's going to change his decisions.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, not just a ban as well as a criminal offence, and um, you
4: it's know, intimidation, when it's... isn't it? He hasn't just pitch invaded; he's like yeah. attacked after him. Yeah,
3: yeah. So I mean, is is he, you know, he has been arrested and he's currently out on bail. So it's you know, it's not like the normal. You know when people, you know when the Carlisle fans run on the pitch, and obviously they're not going to hoover up and arrest everyone, but they make the point that it's a criminal offence. But if it's one fan that runs on the pitch and threatens a referee, then they'll throw the bucket in, most likely. Oh
5: yeah, yeah.
2: Strange decision, isn't it, from him?
5: <laughs>
3: well, it's a uh, you know, it, you know, emotions running high. Port Vale, another club that are uh, sinking towards the relegation zone, and it was a. Uh, it was it it was all over the penalty that was awarded to Portsmouth in you know late on in the game, which Portsmouth scored and won one nil, um, which the Port Vale fans weren't happy with, and as I say, one of them's felt so aggrieved that he's decided to go and have a word with the referee himself. <laughs> He <laughs> chased the referee off the pitch.
2: Yeah, that's it, the video made I've seen. Quite a yeah. good video, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> he had to run down the tunnel, didn't they?
5: Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. <laughs> uh, Liam, have you got anything?
4: No, that's that's that about covers it. To be honest, that covers, um,
5: that covers all the league.
3: Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a look through the transfers. We are getting close to the end, but the only one that came out to me was that uh, Reading one to Olympiakos.
4: On that. Nobody's
3: I wonder, I wonder how
4: many times that transfer has happened. Reading to Olympiacos. I bet, I bet you that... the only one, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Where did no. Pascal Timbonda go? He went to Greece after leaving us, didn't he? Not Olympiacos, though.
5: Yeah, somewhere. I doubt it was that like, high
4: profile. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. No. Um, but no, cheers, lads. Thanks very much, because we all got to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there. In the league, one roundup with Liam and Wills. Now, Max, it's the penultimate uh, episodes of uh, your little series that you've done throughout January. It's time for Max's transfer roundup. Go on, Max.
2: Thank you very much. Yeah, It's been another busy week for Carlisle since the last episode. Three new signings coming in. Two of them probably going to make more of an immediate impact Um, and another one is maybe more for the future but firstly Jack Diamond comes in on loan from Sunderland Uh, a very highly rated player Um, quite a lot of league one experience Uh, mainly with Harrogate he's had I think he's had three separate spells there so um, he'll be familiar to Luke Armstrong Uh, that's one thing I sort of thought when he came in hopefully because they've played together quite a bit then Um, you know they can link up for Carlisle this season because uh, it is goals we need and um, I thought out of the three he was probably the most exciting signing for me um, just in terms of immediate sort of impact, hopefully. Um, secondly, Josh Josh Vela, I don't know how you pronounce it so apologies, Josh, if you're listening, I'm sure you are. Um, <laughs> he's, he's come in on an 18-month deal from Fleetwood um, after being their captain, I think, for the last 18 months roughly for them. Um, there is an option on his contract as well um I think it's like related to appearances. I think there's an extension triggered if he he plays a certain amount of games um for looking on Twitter as well after he after he joined um he's a bit of a yellow card merchant by the sounds of it. I think you might have mentioned it in his interview um that he needs to cut down on that, but another interesting one obviously a experienced league one um player thirty years old um hopefully in the in the prime of his career um and also obviously being captain at Fleetwood um i know they're not doing too brilliantly i think they're the only team doing worse than us this season yeah but, um, at one
3: point during the game they were going above us but they yeah
4: yeah, yeah they both I think like two I did hear you didn't
2: yeah. i mean yeah <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at least we're not rock bottom and, um it's a big relegation it's also, zone though, did... isn't it it is. It is. I, I did find it a little bit confusing as to why they would let the captain go at this stage in the season, especially where they are. Um, I don't. Have they had change of manager recently. Um. Now
3: they've. Well, thing, they, they they change uh,
4: the manager every sort of few months. Fleetwood. I think but, they've had uh, quite a few this yeah, season. haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. So,
3: I mean, as so, well with Fleetwood, they're in some sort of trouble. Um. You know, we don't really know what the situation is, but as things stand, they are still owned by a man who's currently in jail. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean that's a thing, you know, we might be in the relegation zone, but I think the club is in a, a much brighter place than a lot of the teams around us, which is a positive uh, yeah, Charlie, Adam, got that Charlie Adam was
5: appointed manager of Fleetwood on December 31st so mm. he's not been around I
4: mean for other clubs that isn't an old manager but you know on averages he'll be gone in a couple of weeks so <laughs> yeah. he maybe maybe has been there quite well by their standards
2: third signing we made was an interesting one and I don't think anyone sort of saw, saw it coming um, Anton Dudik comes in on um, a deal to the end of the season following a trial period. Um, I believe he came, he's he's a Ukrainian player, uh, 19 years of age. I believe he came over to England after the invasion uh, last year. Had some trials with various clubs, uh, but I believe this is the first professional deal he's signed in the country. I think he might have been on loan at Salford at some point. Not on loan, on trial, sorry. Um, So definitely a development Sort of project, um, you know. Obviously, similar, seeing quite a bit of potential in him. I think he's going into the youth team just for now, um, and yeah. probably play a few Cumberland yeah. Cup games uh, just so they can keep an eye on him. And no doubt, if he impresses, that deal will be extended um, come the end of the season. So it's it's night nice. I'm not sure whether we would have made that sort of signing um, before the takeover, maybe when money was a bit tighter. But it seems like now we can afford to put money into, you know, potentially uh, good players, um, who obviously they're quite excited about uh, Mm. the player he's going to turn into.
3: Yeah, it'd be a great story if he comes in and does well.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. He was at at Shakhtar, so I mean, I think probably if you if you are Ukrainian and and half decent, you probably that's the club to be at. uh,
3: Yeah. Shakhtar, I want to Shak because Shakhtar is like right in the, you know, right in the area yeah. that's like, you know, at the heart of the world as well. So I don't know what the club are doing at the moment. Whether they've just kind of put
4: everything on hold. I think they do still exist but they're playing at like a different ground. Yeah, uh,
2: So they're playing. Yeah, far away they, from might, but, they might be playing in Poland or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, exciting, exciting one. Obviously be interesting to see uh, how he gets on and whether that deal is extending come the end of the season Um uh, but I don't think anyone knows much about him at this stage
3: no I looked him up and he's just got a a few Ukrainian teams on his sort of transfer market profile where he was in the youth team for so yeah n- you know know nothing about him but you know be exciting to find out if he's good
2: yeah definitely uh, definitely one for the future hopefully um Now, moving on to the rumours, it's been, obviously, Twitter's been, or X, sorry, has been quite lively. Um, As our search for an experienced striker continues, there's names flying around. Um, Charlie wyke has been the ever-present one. And I have seen more stuff about that recently, actually. There is a rumour that uh, he's keen on joining on loan, but Wigan aren't as keen. Um, But we'll see what happens. Um, I think he would be a popular one if it, if it did happen. How realistic it is, obviously, we don't know. Um, someone who featured in the FA Cup recently and impressed, um, Will Evans from Newport, the forward player. who he, he has 15 goals this season, and apparently we have an interest in him. But again, it'll be another one where we'll probably end up paying over the odds for him because um, there will be a few teams vying for his signature um, and that's if they even decide to sell him. So, yeah, an interesting one. Um, and then Jack Marriott, as we mentioned last week. Um, that I don't think there's been any movement on that front from what I've seen, but you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. I mean, something could be announced tomorrow. Um, but all of, the, all of those three players would, I think, benefit us this season. But it's just whether we can... Well, we probably can't afford it, but it's just whether Simo thinks... It it will be worth
3: it. Yeah, it's you know it's also whether we can you know it's whether players will actually want to come to us as well because I mean you can have all the money in the world, and you know we don't quite yeah. have all the money in the world. But um, if if the players happy where they are, especially at this level where they're you know if they've got a you know if they've got a club already and things are going well for them there, then you know what can Carlisle offer? That
4: might tempt them. Hmm. Yeah. Why would they join a relegation battle if they're like decent League One clubs?
5: Yeah.
3: That's the thing. Yeah, exactly.
5: Yeah. 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 But yeah, I feel like, Um, you know, the the kind of Butterworth experiment just hasn't really worked out over the course of January, unfortunately. You know, he's had, he's kind of had his opportunity and it's just not really sort of like came off. And yeah, there does. Seem to be that bit more important about adding another striker, like another... Yeah, and the we team.
3: should have Coyote back soon, but yeah. it's still not imminent I think him. I think Simo said he's just kind of back to training now. He's, he's um, stopped being in pain, which <laughs> is... It's a good start. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, it, it sounds that, like a fairly early stage in your recuperation, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he stops hurting.
2: Yeah, moving on to outgoings, I think we can expect some at least in the next couple of days. Um Moxon has apparently gone to Portsmouth and that's all but sealed. But again, that these are rumors. Um which is a shame. Obviously I, I did, you know, make some hot headed comments uh, over on Instagram. Um when that when that was announced that he wasn't signing a contract. Which were kind of bar out of disappointment more than anything, but yeah, I'm not going to get too hung up on the the Moxon thing, really. To shame, obviously, but it seems like he's off to Portsmouth, um, so we'll see about that as well. Yeah, but,
3: possibly and Blackpool again, are kind of
2: yeah,
4: still linked with him. I'd just like us to get some money for him, to be honest, because I'd I'd rather he went now than. Um It certainly
3: yeah, would be something if we got money for him, considering he's got six months left on his contract and has already said that
4: he's,
3: well, gone he's off. He said he's not signed his he said he's not signing that contract. I suppose, no, is, uh, that's the I suppose thing. in theory it, we could come in with a bigger contract that he does sign, but I guess likely the reason is that he feels he's 26. You, you know, although he's kind of only just starting as a professional footballer. He's not got years and years ahead of him, so I guess if if there's a chance for him to move up, then you can certainly kind of understand him wanting to take it.
2: Yeah, I think he will. I think he will be off, to be honest. Um, and then, but other than that, I'm not sure about any specific outgoings. Um, I haven't seen anything, but I, I I think the size of the squad now, you can expect probably. Maybe a couple to leave.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, the kind of ones that you'd think are the likes of Thomas Holy and Ben Barkley,
4: who... Corey Whelan.
3: Yeah, the players from last season. Um, obviously, Holy has played most of this season, but he's not even on the bench now. Um, yeah, Barkley and Wheeling, um Harris have been well down the pecking order. But... Yeah. It's kind of like, um, you know, the, you know, they'll only leave if there's a club in, you know, presumably League Two who need a player in that position, because. You know, even if, you know, even if they've got a promotion and a decent season in League Two on their CV, clubs aren't going to come in for them at this stage unless it's going to have an effect yeah. on their season that they need. You know, you don't just go out and strengthen your squad generally in January. You go out and try and make the changes, you, you know, you need to make to either avoid relegation or get promotion.
4: I've got a weird feeling Jack Armour's going to go, you know.
3: Is that just a weird feeling?
4: It's just, it's just a, like a sort of foresight kind yeah. of crystal ball kind of thing but I've just got a weird gut feeling that Jack Armour's going to be gone before long
2: mm. that'll be a shame quite like Jack Armour yeah same is, is Robinson, Robinson is Robinson in on loan or is he
5: no he's ours now he was yeah, on loan yeah. last season
2: yeah yeah I do like Robinson as well to be fair yeah far.
3: and it was an interesting one as well Robinson because he because when we signed him permanently at the start of this season I think there were a few people going, What have we signed in for? He came in on loan and hardly played. But it's taken him a while, but he's kind of shown shown Road a bit more off. quality about him now. Yeah.
5: I mean, it's been okay, but like I was going to dive into it a bit later on. And like, we will dive into it a bit later on during the match report. But like when your team's still losing, and you know, I wouldn't say Robinson's putting in man of the match performances week in, week out. And I wouldn't say Jack has done that much wrong he's got a case, yeah. he, he had a case to be thrown back into the team, at least, like, armour, because, like, you know, at the end of the day, he's, he's got over 100 appearances for the club, I'm pretty sure, and, like, he, he does love the club, and I'm pretty sure he'd give it his all, yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he's had long enough out to give us, like, one of those proper hearty performances that could probably, you know, Show is he's still really young as well, he's still really young. But we'll I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let, I'll let you like chime in on that one later on during the match report. <laughs> uh, Max, that's that's your transfer rumor r- r- roundup. Thank you very much for that. And I'll dive into some news, gentlemen. And further, Patayak impact on the club sees the Patayaks come out and make comments recently about the 2.6 million pound debt that they bought over when they bought the club. Uh, they've said they've made arrangements, uh, for the debt to be cleared in the most tax efficient way. So progress has been made on that one and obviously smart business people. Um, so lads, that, that debt's going to be, you know, disappearing and it's it's going to be gone in the very uh, near future. And it just makes, you know, the, the, the future that little bit more brighter for the Cumbrians. Uh, but something that hasn't been uh, a very uh, good subject to cover, unfortunately, has been the fact that um, Paul Simpson came out and made comments recently that he's gonna have to have a little conversation with Owen Moxon, because he feels like his performances have been impacted by a lot of the comments that have been made on social media these days. And this, gentleman is something that I did wanna talk to you about. Um, I mean, Max, Liam, you guys are open to scrutiny on social media all the time. You Comment sections can be filled with all kinds of like hateful things and stuff like that. So you've got your own experiences with having negative comments as well. Uh, surely, you know, doing this kind of thing to a player, it does have negative comments. It uh, does have negative connotations on their performances, does it not? Max, I'll let you jump in first.
2: Yeah, I think it probably does. Um, I'm guilty of, um, you know, taking to social media to vent, you know, frustration. Um, which is what I did the other day. And, you know, I sort of held my hands up before that. Um, but in the same breath, it's like, you know, what what do players expect? I mean, it's part and parcel of, you know, modern football, I would say. Um, but, you know, it, it's, you know, people need to sort of take a breath, me included, um, before making comments. Um, but, you know, if he's going to go to a higher level, he's going to get a lot more of it. Uh, that's the fact of it, so... It's just one of those things, um, but yeah. It's not been well, handled. I don't know. It, it's it hasn't been, been handled a, in no. the best
5: way. It hasn't been handled in the best way, no, Liam. Hasn't. Have you got any comments about this?
4: I'll be honest, I, Max. I disagree with you. I think you've got absolutely nothing to apologise. It's one for. of them, like it's. It's like, well, he's been putting in very poor performances all season, and then it comes out that he's turned down a new contract with the club. Are we are we just meant to go? Oh well, well done, Moxon. You know, for, thank thank you for turning us down and making us lose one of our biggest assets. You know, and 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 like he says, he wants to go play at higher level. He's going to get ten times this if he goes and plays at what Bolton or yeah. or somewhere in the championship. Like, mm-hmm. if if you're a decent enough professional, you don't let negative comments on Instagram get to you that much. You can't. You you just can't let that affect you. And if it is true that that's why he's being poor on the pitch, I mean, it just it just sounds like a big excuse more than anything.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's two sides to it, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> the fans are always going to get annoyed, and wherever you go, you're
4: going to get you're going to get crap from the fans.
2: Like, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just an excuse
4: to, I think I think Simpson's come out and said that to try and get a bit of sympathy for him because. Of he has been thrown under the bus a little bit by Paul Simpson himself, like there's, there was no necessity for Paul Simpson to even come out and say that he had turned down the contract, like that—that's yeah, that's, that's something Paul Simpson cho- chose to put out. in I think in public. it would come out anyway, stuff
3: like that, though, because
4: it would, I suppose. But he has come out and confirmed that he's going to be leaving for free, pretty much, or at least going in this January. Like it's something Paul Simpson's kind of thrown him into. And then kind of gone. Oh look, we can't, we can't have any negative comments about him. You know, it, it just it just feels like a big more of an excuse than anything actually. Like real, I
3: think, I think it's kind of like more the accusations that he doesn't want to be here and he's not really trying. That maybe seem more unfair than you know, because you can say what you can say what you like about players. You know, you know they're not good enough. they're shit that was an awful. Miss or you know this you know this player's not good enough for us, and that's part of the game. I think obviously when people start kind of suggesting that players don't want to play for the club, and it's probably hurt him if he is kind of like still trying and it's his boyhood club, and you know to have the the you know the fans of the team that he's supported as a kid and it's kind of it's been his dream to kind of get promoted with them. You know, it's maybe it's maybe all that kind of like more personal stuff. Which you know, if we assume that he goes somewhere like Bolton and the time comes that he gets stick off their fans, maybe won't hurt him as much.
2: Maybe yeah, it's like, one of it's one of those yeah. things, isn't it? Like, not nothing any fan says is, you know, it's not to attack the guy. It's nothing like like proper personal. They don't, you know. It's yeah. just because of the the passions of the, you know. Yeah, we're seeing
4: him as a footballer, not him as a
2: person. It's, yeah, exactly. If you've seen him on the street or in person, you're not gonna give him a stick, are you? Exactly.
3: Well, I haven't just... seen, haven't seen like all of them. You know, all of the comments that have maybe affected him, but it's possible as some of them are have gotten quite personal because. You know, I mean, if 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 people are kind of like saying, "Oh, you know, you don't want to be here, you don't care about the club, and all that kind of stuff," then, because I mean, like you know, Pete, you know, I mean, you know, same like Max has said that he's been quite critical of him, but you know, there's probably or maybe kind of like fans that are going even further because there always has been you know, mm-hmm. when kind of like players either aren't performing well or the team aren't performing well or something comes out about the player maybe wanting to move. You know, there's always a handful that take it too far. I don't know if you remember, there's been times when players have been confronted on the street. So, okay. there's, you know, there's there's a minority who, you know, who will kind of like make things really personal
2: it's that whole thing with, like, you know, when Morgan Feeney came with Shrewsbury. During the game, he was getting, like, a bit of stick or whatever. After the game finishes, like, you're just not bothered, are you? It's like... No, you can't be. Yeah. It's like a pantomime in a way. Like, like Farman, if you Farman see Morgan Feeney and Tesco, that, like. right, on, you're not going to... No, I was just going to say, if, you, if if I seen Morgan Feeney and Tesco... I wouldn't have been, like, <laughs> shouting at him or anything. Yeah. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, of course you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. No one would be. No mm. one would be. You know, you might have a little slide dig at him, but, like, not like, yeah. a, like a, <laughs> not like a proper, like, you know, just a joke, you know.
2: It's football, man. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, it's always been like Yeah, that. it's not that deep. Yeah. It's, not, it's really not that deep. Like, some people, I will say, and I've seen a lot of people in the fan base recently, since things have started going wrong, there is a, a tendency to disregard other people's opinions. Um which I I don't I would never do. Um everyone's got, you know, their reasons for thinking some you know, whatever they're thinking. So But I think ne- you know, but once thing once things start going better on the pitch, I think all that stuff will disappear.
5: Yeah. Yeah. The- and uh we'll, we'll we'll have to get things getting better on this podcast because it's been a bit of a downer with the news and sort of like losing mocks and all that kind of stuff that we've already covered so it's time that we probably play a game lads to be completely honest that <laughs> yeah. everybody up uh, but before we do i'll have, just have a quick word from one of our sponsors All right, lads, it's time to play the old tried and tested classic. That's right, it's time for True Blue or oh, Not A Blue. And I've gone for the 1974-1975 season. And, um, you know, there might be a couple of bench warmers in there, though, so it might be a bit difficult. But, uh, you know, Colt Carlisle United fans will definitely know uh, a number of names uh, amongst these red herons that there always is that's right boys it's time to play true blue or not a blue but before we do we're going to decide the running order for the game and as i always do i've got to improvise a way to rank is Seventy-four, seventy-five,
2: 75 season my favorite
5: that's oh okay so we're gonna dive no into- that was
2: no, I was trying bollocks.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I have to think of a category to rate, to rate people by, don't I? Uh, so I'm going to rate you all on your favorite choice of Greg's pastry. All right. So, uh, Will, you're going to go first. Sausage roll. Sausage roll, yeah. Max.
2: <laughs> steak bake for me. That ah, crap. Okay. Um, <laughs> <come on.
4: laughs> um, Sausage, cheese, and bean melt. Ah, oh. oh. the, tri- <laughs> the
5: triple alliance there. Yeah. Liam's, Liam's won it there, and Will with the sausage roll, and Max is last with the old steak oh, I'm just a not a big fan myself. I'm sorry, I'm not. Um, yeah, that's but I love fine, but that's fine. I love sausage, oh. We could do a
2: poll on that somewhere. No, we yeah, could yeah, do a
5: poll yeah, on that, wins. and I'd be wrong probably. Yeah, yeah it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's an
4: instant classic. The steak
5: deck. Oh, it's an instant classic. Well, maybe some of these names were uh, a notable instant classic during that 1974-75 squad. Uh, so as we're going, we're going Liam, Will, then Max, and the first. Oh no, it was not that game. Anyway, is it? he plays a no, team. Yeah. But, I was going to say yeah. there
3: wasn't a FIFA 75,
5: game. was there? Yeah, yeah. I, I got, I got confused. I got I'm around. still claiming the win there. Yeah, you can claim the win. You can definitely have the win. But it doesn't matter, yeah, you're playing as a team in this one. It's true blue or not a blue. Uh guys, uh the first name on the list is Bobby Parker.
4: Max, you're the expert. Oh <laughs> god.
2: Self proclaimed. True Damn. true. True blue for that one out. That's my first instinct, anyway. Okay. Do with that what you
5: will. Is everyone going with it? Yeah, let's go with that. I'm going with that. It is a true blue. Well done. Nice. The next guy is Ray Train.
3: Oh, that's a real person. I've heard of him.
5: That's such a
4: cool
3: name. I know. (laughs) It's it's, it's a name that sticks in in your mind, which is why I remember him. Yeah, he's definitely real.
5: (laughs) In the 74-75 squad.
3: Oh, I think, I don't know. I think it was around then.
5: So you're gonna say true blue? Everyone saying true blue? Yeah. Well done, lads! You're two out of two. Congratulations! You're A defensively midfield-minded player. Uh, I think Ray the guy, Train.
4: the guy who invented the tram was called Train. It's just a weird fact for you, right there. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Ray Train? Invite <laughs> Football on the side.
5: The next one on the list, guys, is Bill Green.
4: Um. That's he throws sad. a green in here a lot you know. he says yeah. the last name green in he loves, the, he loves a, a coloured, colour, it's it's a colour. Mm, yeah I don't think he's real
5: You're saying not a blue Bill Green was a true blue I'm afraid lads lucky uh. on that one we'll move straight on though we'll try and gloss over it And the next one on the list is Martin Dennis as he
4: just fought
3: Christian Dennis yeah, what have we got? No, it was not a blue, Martin, or it was true, Dennis. blue, true, true, blue, or not, true blue. True blue. not. Yeah, yeah, not planned, a blue. Martin Dennis, I'm gonna say not, i just got it. Or not, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a blue for Martin yeah.
5: Dennis. Congratulations, lads yes. well, done. well done, you're three out of four. Let's end on a triumph. Let's go for this one, Dennis Martin.
4: Oh, for God's sake,
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, we, be, it, it would be weird be. if
1: you just
4: like put them both in there and they were both fake. Well, no, I think he's done that. I think he's done it.
3: Yeah. I think not a blue. Yeah. Because because he must have known that we'd think, oh, so yeah, not a blue. Say
5: not a blue for Dennis Martin. But he was a true blue, lads. He was a Go. right midfielder. <laughs> he was a true blue. So three out of five. Three out of five ain't bad, boys. Three out of five ain't <laughs> bad. And uh, we'll limp into the match report. We're going to try and power through the match report. Maybe not do it in the classic style we've normally done it. But I will give you, of course, the Carlisle United starting lineup that started their past weekend's 4 1 defeat at home uh, to Bolton Wanderers. It featured uh, Harry Lewis in goal with a back five of Ellis Lavelle. Earl Huntington, Mellish and Robinson, a midfield three of McCall, Neil, and Moxon and a front pairing of Butterworth and Armstrong. Now, like I did mention a little bit earlier, I teased it a little bit earlier, gentlemen, uh, it's the fact that, you know, Butterworth, being in that starting lineup, it just, it just, you know, we we got to potentially improve that position. Uh, but you've said we've got Coyote coming back, and that injury news is, you know, it's fantastic stuff. Left back position, though, that's what I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Jack Armour uh, has been missing uh, from that left back position. I wouldn't say that his performances were too bad uh, for him to have been dropped, uh, but, like, guys, what do you think of this one? And, you know, has Robinson been, you know, good enough just to keep his position, or would you want to give Jack Armour, you know, uh, who's been chomping at the bit, hopefully, an uh, opportunity to get back into the starting lineup? Liam?
4: I think if you're gonna go with a back five, go with Jack Robinson because I think he's a lot more attacking. If you're gonna go with a back four, then I'd stick with Armour. And I think another thing with Robinson is he's got a really good record from set pieces. Like I think he's our top assistor this season, and he's barely, you know, he's barely played that many games really. When you look at some of the other players,
3: yeah, I mean Jack Uh, Armour can also put in a wicked cross, being one of his strengths.
4: He can, but I think in terms of like corners and you know, free kicks kind of thing. I think Jack Robinson does just like, he edges him on that one as yeah. well.
2: I think was it Portville when we got that winner? Um, I think that was Robinson. He put that ball in for Mellish. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a quality ball. That So it might just be that he's, yeah. He gives us more of a threat going forward, yeah
5: yeah so sticking with that one sticking with the lineup pretty much apart from maybe the inclusion of uh, owen moxon obviously you know coming out recently and saying he's going to have a word with him about social media comments but you have to be aware of that stuff going into the day um or maybe it was too early for Bella to be introduced into the lineup but there's you know potentially still other options on that bench that you could have gone with obviously guy diamonds is coming in as well but maybe still too early for him to enter into the starting lineup um is it time for a formation change? Then? Uh, guys, if we're going to be losing Moxon, uh, are we going to be looking at potentially bringing in another striker? Coyote coming back, you know, still strong strikers on the bench like Maguire um, and Garner. Are we going to be looking at 4 3 3 uh, potentially? Uh, what do you think of that one, Max? Would you like to see a change of formation?
2: I would, to be honest, yeah. Um, I think the league table shows you that, obviously, the formation we're using now, what's it, five? Four, what is it? That right, we kind of three three, two, yeah. two. Um yeah, it's obviously not working, is it? Um served as well last season, but I think Simos when, in his previous spell, I think it was a 4 3 3, but that brought us success. I know you can't really read too much into that, but I think if he feels like he's got the players for it, then yeah, we should we should maybe go for a bit of a change. Yeah,
5: we'll do Try do and you, score wanna, more goals. Do you want to see a change in formation?
3: Um, yeah, potentially. Uh, we've we've started bringing in players that wouldn't necessarily fit into the current formation, like Jack Diamond, who, you know, is a winger, primarily. Uh, you know, Coyote coming back, primarily a wide player. Um, usually where Jordan Gibson excels as well. So we kind of, you know, it feels like a lot of our hopeful quality now is going to be... You know, maybe out wide, which is a, you know, it's an area that five-three-two doesn't really make the best of.
5: Yeah, uh, and despite having a back five, uh, Carlisle United uh, suffered. Four goals at the hands of Bolton Wanderers, uh, two of which come in in the first half. Uh, the first goal, um, as a neutral, it looked pretty, but it is incredibly poor defending, uh, unfortunately. Liam, you zeroed in on one particular uh, defender during uh, your YouTube uh, post this past weekend, and it was Jack Ellis. and you commented on the fact that, you know, why is Emmanuel not in the team? And, uh, you know, do you still stand by those comments?
4: Yeah, I I watched back like the first half of the match earlier today, and I just Jack Ellis, um, he was always put up against two players out wide. I think he was definitely overrun out wide, and they do this stupid thing where it's um, it's zonal marketing instead of man marketing is where they just seem to it's a tactical thing. It's not really Jack Ellis's fault exactly, but where they'll leave a man out wide when no, they won't mark the man out wide on the right if the ball's at the other end of the pitch and it's just not the idea is that if it goes out wide then Jack Ellis will move out but it just it leaves so much room for attacking down our right hand side and with Jack Ellis just being kind of left on his own for a lot of the game um, to mark sometimes two or three people out wide for a young defender like that I think he he didn't play well but he was destined to fail from the start and you've also got to think that's exactly the role we've just signed a player for in Josh Emmanuel, and he just seems to have fell off the edge of the earth or something. He just hasn't been involved at all. Is it because he was a bit too attacking? I don't he did know, have an but...
3: injury at one point. I mean, I don't know if his injury is over and he's, I he's I just knocked off back into the...
5: Yeah, As I mean, comes out on as Monday, far as doesn't away. it, if they're injured. He'll normally tell you by yeah. Monday if they were injured for the Saturday game. He doesn't like letting people... I mean, he, might not be he,
3: he, he might not be injured anymore, but I think that's the reason why he originally came out of the squad.
4: Yeah, and to be fair, Jack Ellis did well last week when he played. It's just, I mean, Emmanuel's not even on the bench, and you think that's you know the first signing of the new era, clearly one Paul Simpson wanted. Um, it's it's just weird that he's just disappeared completely, like completely. He had had a few bad games,
2: to be fair. He didn't play brilliantly.
4: And we had this kind of
3: discussion about Joel Senior last season, which is like, if you're a a full-back and that's your only position. You quite often get left out of the squad if you're not starting because, you know, the manager wants players on the bench that he's likely to need in case of injury.
4: So
0: you that know, is you...
4: true, but sometimes when we've changed to a front three this season, he's put a manual as like a, or even the right hand side of a
5: back would be mm. filled for. That'll be think... he'll
4: he'll be back on his phone soon.
3: Yeah,
5: we'll get back <laughs> on his phone soon. Uh, but,
3: but yeah, no, Emmanuel has I certainly would like to see him again because he offered a lot going forward as well. Don't th- I don't think Ellis has done particularly badly, but um yeah, if he's if he's back fit again, Emmanuel, then you know he it g- gives us something. He's you know, he, he takes on players, he goes past people. Which is yeah. something you know, some I'd like to see more of.
5: Yeah, definitely. Um, and we we might give Liam the opportunity to dive back on his Emmanuel Motif, but I think Will, you probably covered it really well there. Uh, and uh, we'll try and power on and dive uh, through. Uh, it, you know, it, changes were needed uh, for Carlisle Uniteds going into the second half, and Paul Simpson did make two changes, bringing on uh, Jack Diamond and uh, Gibson as well. And uh, you know, Gibson once again. Proving what a lot of Carlisle United fans have been saying for a long time. Why is he not starting games? Because he is very much a spark. He seems to have made the step up to this League One level. He seems to be able to drive play. He seems to be able to create opportunities. he take opportunities as well. Uh, and it's an impressive goal. It looked like instinct for him. He just, he just like you know, a clean strike onto the front post. And, uh, you know, Carlisle looked like they had a chance at least. Uh, for the last 20 minutes of the game, or at least on paper, they look like they had a chance at least for the last 20 minutes of the game. And um, it's 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 hard to see with Moxon potentially leaving. Um, I mean, I I don't think McCalmont's been incredibly impressive either. I mean, it's gonna be hard to keep Gibson out of the Carlisle United uh, starting lineup against Leighton Orient on Saturday. Um, Will, would you like to yeah. see Gibson brought into the team? And if, if you do, what how would you like to see him brought in? You know, into a four four two as a winger or like where would you like to see him brought in?
3: Um, no, yeah, I would like to see him brought in because I think you just need to you know you need to play your best players and throughout this season he has been you know probably has been just about our best player him and Lavelle so sort of like from the start of the season so you know you just want to see you know you want to see us have that opportunity, you know to create the opportunities that he can finish um so yeah i would i'd, I'd like to see him put maybe into a 433 something that's going to give him a bit more chance in front of goal than if he came in as a winger. So, um, yeah, you know, maybe him, Armstrong, and potentially Diamond.
5: Yeah, Max, is that something that you 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 want to change that up, or is that something that you pretty much? Yeah, pretty I don't
2: much? know if um Luke Armstrong is. Um, I don't, I'm not sure about whether Luke how Luke Armstrong would be in a in a front three. I don't know whether he's like. I'm genuinely. I, I don't know if he'd be work better with, you know, him out on on his own up front. Um, I don't know if he'd be just he'd just spend the game sort of chasing, chasing balls. You know, I don't know how he played at Harrogate. To be fair, whether he had a striking partner or how it would work work really, but I, I do hope there is a change of formation. Though I'm sure I'm sure similar have some up his sleeve um, to against Leighton Orient. But I think we do definitely need a need to
5: win that game. Yeah, it's a a hugely important game to try and bring uh, the three points back to. And we'll make our predictions uh, a little bit later on as well. But, you know, the, the games, you know, there's less and less of them. And the points total now, as everyone I'm sure is aware of that's listening to this, is 10 points between Carlisle and safety and... A couple of games in hand as well, unfortunately., uh, it's a tall task, gentlemen. You know, we're gonna to have to go on some kind of run at some point uh, mm-hmm. if we're going to be able to to stay up this season. And uh, yeah, but you know it's 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 a hard task. We were ready for it at the start of the season, weren't we? I feel like a lot of college United fans are getting used to the fact that, you know we predicted this stuff earlier on. In the season it was always going to be a smashing grab if we were going to stay up and you know this is classic Carlisle united so we're probably going to take it to the wire i i honestly do think i hope we do i hope we do we're honestly going to take it to the wire it's, i mean looking at it do. now
3: it's yeah i mean looking at where we are now it's kind of hard to imagine us being safe before the end of the season so
5: <laughs> there's plenty <laughs> of teams as well just above the relegation zone that are literally only it's... above the relegation zone by three points Yeah, it keeps well. so changing there's loads though, of people like, that can get Exeter...
3: sucked down. Yeah, I was going to say, it keeps changing though, is not it? Because Exeter were getting sucked in, but now they're back up mid-table again.
5: Yeah. So... It's the ever-changing dodginess of this league. No one's safe apart mm. from the top four. <laughs> <I'll tell you. laughs> I think uh, we
2: do need at least... I was thinking then we need about 10 points for the next... Five games. Um, we, de- we need to start winning. It's simple as that. Like yeah,
5: we need to win. Now, um, in case we've yeah, people...
2: got enough games left, but the longer it keeps on going, I mean, we've lost four in a row. Like...
5: Sorry, I was just going to say, in case people are wondering uh, what happened to Liam, his, his laptops died, but if, apparently he's going to try and rejoin us again on his phone because he is technically competing in uh, guessing the player uh, later on but like if we have <laughs> to like I, i'll just have to take on wills i suppose if it comes to that <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing but just so people know kind of what's happened to, to liam he's, he's, his laptop died but he, hopefully he'll get back on his phone uh very soon and uh, lads it, it's a disappointing yeah. uh performance unfortunately and um, it it, it it, it means that it's one of those ones where you have to wipe the chalkboard clear. We've already said about like, hopefully making some formation changes, definitely making some potential um, huge recruitment changes as well, bringing in new people into the into the lineup. And um, so, late Norians, the next one and uh, and hopefully things are going to go better for late norian but before we do our prediction we will uh, give max and well hopefully liam if he manages to come back and join us the opportunity uh, to give us some of your match reactions uh, that you've left along comment sections and various messages or just personal interactions uh, with the man max himself and yes, uh, yeah so max is there's no reason i'll just hand over to you or we'll let liam in well liam's back in the waiting room Oh, he's connecting up. He hey, there he is. So, Liam, <laughs> yeah. we basically, we're doing the we're doing the the fans or the the fans, the listeners uh, sort of like a uh, match reactions. So we're gonna let Max go first. So if you've got your comment section somewhere or whatever, there's no I, echo, is
4: there?
5: I mean, no. It's not, no it's not you're that you're that all right. You mean, no. You're all right, man. You're okay. all right. Sounds um, in no worse than Roy stories audio was last week. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, Max, uh, we'll 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 let, we'll let you like read off some of the comments.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's. <laughs> Some of it's more negative than others. Um, so uh, there was a lot of comments on Twitter saying that we have um, we don't have a, a tactical approach to games anymore, uh, or at least there doesn't seem to be. Um, I think that's a bit of a dig at Simo from a few certain people um, on Twitter. Listen, I, <laughs> I don't obviously don't agree with that, uh, to be honest. But it's you can see why people are starting to make those sort of comments when there doesn't seem to be any sort of improvement game on game. Um, some of the in-person interactions that are hard with the, the people who I went to the game with, it's a shame really, because there's, there's almost like a sense of, you know, we're expecting to lose at this point. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just the general negative you know, complaining that you hear at the football. Um, that's basically all I've been noticing <laughs> since the game. <laughs>
5: uh, Liam, what have you managed to pick up in your comment section, pal? Um, I found one that's a little bit more positive.
4: It was just uh, highlighting that the state of the club behind the scenes is a lot better. And he says, People don't understand that Simo took us from re- relegation in League Two to League One in such a short space of time. Then having no finances in a league with like six or seven ex Premier League say
3: clubs twice. <laughs> yeah, well, twice. yeah exactly.
4: <laughs> uh, just that Simo is the right man for Carlisle. Is you won't get someone who cares more about the club than him, and there's no real big alternatives in terms of management at the minute. So even if you were to sack him, who would you even get in to replace him? Bob. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Bob, yeah.
5: Yeah, no, no Danny probably to a little bit more. Problem. Neil Warnock, <laughs> Neil Warnock, <laughs> he might. He's but he's he'll drop to league two. Yeah. yeah, that
3: was a while ago, and I think a couple of seasons ago, and I think he's just basically retired now.
5: No, no, he, he was on the uh, Peter Proudfoot podcast like two weeks uh, ago. He said he's still He stated he <laughs> he's not retired. He stated uh, he's not retired.
2: Simo's a man for the job, man.
5: Oh yeah, Simo's a man for the job. <laughs> yeah Yeah.
2: I get why people are kind of saying stuff, but yeah, for me it's you know, next if we go down next season, we'll see what happens then. But I say I think as you know, as and S- 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 now he's definitely I wouldn't I don't think we've got anything to gain from sacking him. No.
5: Definitely not. Definitely not. Have you got any more comments, Liam? Um, Simon Entwistle
4: says that the positive Liam is fans are turning out in huge numbers to support the club. That is marvellous dedication in such trying times. I thought that was a nice comment. Yeah, that's
2: true. As well.
5: Yeah. yeah, very nice, very nice keeping it positive Liam, thanks very much uh, for being the Ying to Max's Yang's comment section uh, this, <laughs> week. <laughs> this week. I had 20 comments I picked out the two positives <laughs> <laughs> It's a good effort, it's a good effort mate, it's a good effort and uh, thanks very much for all comments and all contributions uh, to, to everything, uh, you know they obviously get read out and we obviously, you know these guys read all, most of them I assume if not all of them, and, yeah and uh, there's there's always a chance for you also get read out here on the blue army podcast and we'll talk about it potentially uh um, what else we're going to talk about uh before we dive into everybody's favorite game is uh predictions uh it's late Orient, it's next weekend it's away and uh it's it's about time we got back to well we got to some winning ways in my opinion and uh, we do all right you know with, with the, we've got the london branch in tow and uh, i'm gonna hope that we're going to come away with the three points. And I'm going to say it's going to be 2-1 to Carlay United on the day. Uh, Armstrong with a brace of goals uh, for the Cumbrians. Uh, That's going to be my uh, prediction. And Max, what's going to be your prediction?
2: Yeah, 2-1. I'd love to kind of predict a clean sheet, but I don't know when the last time we got a clean sheet was. Probably Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury, yeah. We had one this season. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah. 2-1 Two one for me. Uh, I would like it to be Armstrong, but um, I've got a feeling Neil might pop up with one.
5: Cheeky guess, cheeky guess. Uh, Will, what are you going
3: with? Um, I'm just going to go a very close one nil win. Uh, you know, uh, classic away performance, maybe a bit of smash and grab. Luke Armstrong with the goal. Yeah, yeah,
5: it's late, a, a... late
3: headed goal from a set piece.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's a good prediction. It's a good prediction, Liam.
4: Uh, I'm going to say 1-1. Luke Armstrong getting an equaliser late on.
5: Ah, just one step below, mate. One step below. (laughs) Um, Right, lads, it's uh, time to play everybody's favourite game. Guessing the player. Guessing the player. Guessing the player. Come on, boys, here we go. (laughs) 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 We're all on it Guess this it week, we're all on yeah. it this week, because uh, it is the it's turn it guessing uh, the to Clue Guide uh, for Max Guess this it week, the and it is Will guessing versus the Liam in a league that seems to have lost all sense of sensibility, but I'm pretty sure this is technically a mid-table clash. Uh, between Will and, and, and nobody knows. Well, in the Let's league go. of four, there's only two people in the mid-table. So. Yeah, so technically it's right. Yeah, technically it's right. It's <laughs> technically you two, as, as Max um, still. Um,
3: and we know who's bottom.
5: Yeah, exactly. I got the two points. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm
2: I don't know I, if I am top. I'm
5: pretty sure you weren't for one week and then you reclaimed it or something. Oh, maybe. right. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But no one's managed to top. You were like five points clear at one point and people have beaten you or the people have won but have not managed yeah. to get like that five point total just yet. I do believe. Uh, but Liam, you're pretty close. And uh, today, you know, there's the potential for you to go top of the guest in the player table, probably. Uh, you don't. But...
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got no idea. There's maybe a chance for you to go probably.
5: top. Probably. <laughs> am I already beat <laughs> up? I just... Nah, about. there probably is. There probably is. <laughs> there probably is a chance that you're going to go top of the league uh, this week. So you know, as, as, does that give you anything to think about going into this game?
4: Well, I think I've lost my last two, so I'm I'm just I'm just trying a bit like Carlisle to get back to winning ways. Um, that's that's that I'm I'm not bothered about the table because I have absolutely no idea where I am. So I'm
5: just
2: talking, <laughs>
4: talking one one game at a time for
5: me. I think. <laughs> Will, Will you might be in for a bit of another smash and grab season this season? Yeah. That season, you let the the sort of like you know the top of the table run away with things for a while, but came back in dramatic fashion uh, to win the first ever Guessing the Player uh, tournament. And uh, you know there's potential for you to do it again here. You've mounted a couple of back to back victories, I do believe. And uh, you know, how do you feel about the momentum building into this game?
3: Yeah, I think it's the right time of the season to start to get a bit of momentum. It's it's how it worked last season, and hopefully it'll work the same this season.
5: <laughs> well, fantastic comments uh, from both the players. It's time to hand over to our very capable clue guide, Max, and uh, it's time to play. I'm guessing the player, take it away.
2: Right. Okay. Um. So first, first clue. This player was born in Keswick. And most recently played for Workington Who's Reds. Who's the home
5: team? good question. it's oh, a good question. question. It's a good question. It's actually. Should Liam we
2: go? Oh, yeah, Liam.
5: <laughs>
2: I was gonna say, should we use the Greg's pastry yeah. thing?
5: The Greg's pastry thing, which would, which would be, which would be, uh, or Liam first anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either way, yeah, go on, Liam.
2: I'll repeat the question if you want. If you want, Yeah. yeah okay. uh, this player was born in Keswick. And most recently played for working in Reds. I'll give you his age as well. He's 31. 31, 32.
3: So that's three clues. <laughs> yeah, but...
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but...
2: It... Yeah. It's all right. I still
4: don't know don't who know it enough. is. I know do you know, I know I who it is, but I don't know his name. Um... I think I might know who it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the ones where I know exactly who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Where's,
5: Where's my phone? So... Oh. Just gonna have to go. Do,
4: do,
2: do, 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 do. I
4: know. I know he played <laughs> against. I know. I know he plays in that league, but it's yeah. not him. It's uh, Nicky Adams. It's not him.
2: It's not Nicky Adams.
3: Is it Stephen Rigg?
2: Yes. great <laughs> oh, old dream of a team, Stephen
3: <laughs> team <laughs> of Stephen Riggs. I don't know. As soon as you said anyways, born so... in Keswick, but like one of my mates actually went to school with him, uh, so yeah. obviously, like him being from Keswick's one of the things that
2: he's a bit of a Cumbrian was... sort of hero, really. He's played yeah. in like for every Cumbrian team, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's, had, he's yeah. got. Sixty-four goals in eighty-five appearances. Yeah,
3: He signed for us because he scored loads of goals.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. the last clue. <laughs>
5: well, well done, Will. You've managed to claim oh, well, three a, points. That, that didn't last long. It didn't last long, but it doesn't no. always have to, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. It's all, about, it's all about what you do with it. And you know, we all had fun with guessing the player this week. I...
3: Salim, so did you kind of know it was Steven Rigg for just? I knew it was, was him, insane. but I couldn't remember
4: yeah. his name. Yeah, <laughs> I, remember, I think I, I think I watched him at a Reds match before, and yeah. somebody told me, oh, he used to play for Carlo. Yep, I, I knew he was a striker. Ah, mm, so. oh, yeah, did he came
3: back briefly?
2: Yeah, just for three games, apparently.
5: Even rig was the guess and the player correct answer this week. Will takes home the three points in dramatic fashion. It uh, hasn't been done in a while, uh, I guess, on the first question. So congratulations to Will for claiming one of those victories. I'm sure it'll have huge implications on the league table, and we probably won't find out next week. Um, so <laughs> there isn't really anything else left to do apart from saying bye for now. Bye for now. Bye, bye for now. Bye.